I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simplified Organization Audio Blog, Episode 62. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Audio Blog. Quick pep talks focusing on organizing our attitudes as intentional homemakers, mothers, and doers. In Season 11, we'll talk again about more simple strategic steps we can take to organize our attitudes on the go. The complete series with 52 ways to organize your attitude can be found on my blog, Simply Convivial. Well, welcome to the first episode of season 11, where I'll be recording and sharing a few more attitude organization tips from my series, 52 Ways to Organize Your Attitude. So Virginia Lee, who helps me with customer support and email, is here to chat with us. Hey, Virginia Lee. Hi, everyone. So I thought that we would share some of our own tips for organizing our attitude because it often needs it in the midst of the day to day. Yes, yes, yes. So even if they aren't different from one of the ones that I'm going to share is there's a post for it in the series, but sometimes just sharing those specific instances, you know, these are all things we need to hear over and over again. So do you have any go-to attitude organization strategies? Well, many of mine are similar to what you're writing about, but I guess the biggest go-to attitude organization strategy for me is, and it's going to, I mean, it's not going to be anything new, but it's just to stop and pray. If, if yes. things are, if things are out of whack, if the bubble has burst, um, <laughs> I have to stop everything and just pray right then. I don't. It doesn't matter if we get behind. It doesn't matter if something doesn't get done. And because I am an extrovert and I have multiple extroverted children, I have found that it's incredibly helpful to just stop all of them in their tracks too and pray together mm. to just let them know, you know what, my attitude is not the way it needs to be, and I need I need help with you know from the Lord, and I would love the help from them as well, and so we can just pray for each other. And it's great to hear your children praying for you too. So that is really my number one biggest thing. And there are some days where we stop 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) And there are others where, you know, we're just all not listening to ourselves more than we're listening to the spirit. And, and, you know, we fly through and those are the days at the end that you're like, yay, Lord, that just got me, that'll get me through four more weeks. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that, that is really my biggest one is just to stop. Don't. I've learned if the spirit prompts you that you should be praying about something, don't say, I'll do this later. I'll do this when this calms down. Just do it right then. Mm, That is so good. So that's my biggest one. That's that's a great one. You can't argue like that because who can change a sinner's heart? The the Holy Spirit alone. That's where we have to go when we need Mm -hmm. heart change. And because we're the ones during the day leading our families and we're all around each other. I just want my kids to see that I need that heart change as much as they do. I need that attitude reorganization as much as they do. And so I have always tried to be like, okay, to communicate that with that, with them as well, not just keep it inside that I'm doing that, but just let them know this is happening with mom right now too. Yeah. Yes. What about you? Mine's really similar. Um, Maybe it's the introverted version. I don't know. (laughs) In the Humble Habits program that I worked through with a bunch of other ladies, one of the habits that we worked on, the very first one, was prayer and having a scripture verse that you were going to pray posted somewhere. Mm-hmm. So to just have a go-to prayer to pray, it was good because 
we were stopping to pray at that time when we saw that card, it was a prompt to pray. But then also mm-hmm. in practicing praying it, it became more normal and natural to, you just, to just have that go-to. Like I can stop right here and I have a prayer in my heart, in my head right now. Hold on. I have a little one here. <laughs> yes, love. Um, the vacuum needs to charge. Um, and I have two more vacuum jobs. Okay, you can wait to do your vacuum jobs later. Can I exit off? No, you can't exit off till it's done, but you can wait. Okay? That'll take a long time. It's okay, though. It's <laughs> it's not even a school day, so you don't even have to do it before morning time. Can you close the door? Thanks. Oh, her little <laughs> voice. Yeah, get to what you're saying, Mom. That will take a long time. The things <laughs> need to be done. <laughs> So do you have another one? So I also, I have a notes app in my phone and maybe this isn't the best placement. I should probably switch to your index card <laughs> so that I don't have to get on my phone. But I keep four or five Bible verses in that note app, depending on if there's a struggle or a season or something that I know is like a continuous thing that I'm working on that will affect my attitude, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I keep those four or five verses in there so that when I'm feeling stubborn about it and I I don't want to reorganize my attitude (laughs) at that moment... I need the actual word (laughs) right then because I can have a really stubborn heart. So I pull up that notes app and I just read through those four or five verses because sometimes in those situations, when I feel that stubbornness and I feel that stronghold about not wanting to let go or to re or to put my attitude where it needs to be, I need to go back through and read the word itself because even my prayer is going to be a little more like, "Eh, I don't want (laughs) to. It's really more the prayer that needs to just be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to read your word right now because, but I can't necessarily sit down and open the Bible, right? And get into, you know, quiet time right at that moment. When I have my quiet times and I have those, you know, those verses that pop out to me, those are the ones I keep in my phone and I just go back to during that really, I don't want to reorganize my attitude right now. And I, I just, love that. so that's what I do. Yeah. I just go through and I just reread those three or four verses. It, this works really well when you're pregnant, <laughs> like really well when you're pregnant and you're tired and you're weary. So you, you have the stubbornness combined with the, I'm you know pregnant right now. And yes, it really does. And it really just helps you to focus on, you know, the joy to come and not the, no matter what it is, I, I seem to need those those four or five. And, and sometimes one is not enough. Like I really do need, I think just the, the different parts of scripture, how they all relate together, but compare and contrast with each other. And that whole science of relations, that really helps me to just, yeah. okay, here's the word. It is a powerful tool. You know, like they say in Second Timothy, it is useful for, mm-hmm. you know, teaching, correcting and training in righteousness. I've got to have that. And that's removing the barriers. There's often the time where we know that we need to switch our attitudes back to where it needs to be. And we have the desire to do that. And we can. But then there's times where it's just not there. We don't have the desire for it. And that's when God's word, you know, changes our hearts. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that is where to go for sure. So what about you? Do you have another one? So I have a perhaps less spiritual one (laughs) to end with. (laughs) But my cure-all is to drink water. (laughs) Oh, actually, that is that is so important. And seriously, you laugh less spiritual. But if we're, I actually knew a mom who went for four days without drinking water and had to go be in the hospital to be rehydrated. Oh 
And I find it's a quick physical reset button. Like just, it's a one of those ways to stop. And I mean, I think that some of it is the actual hydration and some of it is the just act of stopping and doing something different. Mm-hmm. Still, a, that's a good for you thing instead of like, what I need to reset right now is chocolate or a vacation or, you know, we get yeah. all these things like, you know, what would make me feel better right now. <laughs> like, no, I'm just going to go get a drink of water. Well, it, you're right. It just makes us slow down for yeah. a minute. And I've yeah. been trying to do this more this last week because I realized I was going to, well, what I need is another cup of coffee. <laughs> hey, I'm not going to say we don't need that. <laughs> I'm not willing to put that on air. <laughs> but if it's like no, cup number five or, you know. Yes. yes. Well, not only do I really need more water, then the, the water might actually help my body function better than the coffee. (laughs) Well, and it really does. And I think we can get so busy in our heads and in our physical daily lives. Water is really important. Yeah, it functions on multiple levels. So I think that just stopping, have a glass of water, it is amazing how much it helps. (laughs) And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Audio Blog. The Simplified Organization e-course helps homemakers reclaim not only their sanity, but also their joy in their work at home, achieving calm and flexible life management. At simplifiedorganization.com slash audio, you can find the Brain Dump Guide to take that first step free. Visit simplifiedorganization.com slash audio to get started. On a technical note, If you're using Apple Podcasts and this feed is still mixed up after our January site merger, unsubscribe and resubscribe and you should be good to go. Thank you. Now let's work the plan, roll with the punches and do the right next thing.